0: Welcome to the Green and Growing Podcast with me, Sarah Nurzwick. This podcast is for you. Yep, you. With the mission to provide ideas, inspiration, collaboration, and community through growth. Because if you're green, you're growing. If you're ripe, you're rot. So are you ready to be green and growing? Alright, let's jump in. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Green and Growing podcast. I know, it kind of came out of the blue. I was actually driving home today, and I was listening to a podcast, Gold Digger podcast, from Jenna Kutcher. And um, she was interviewing some awesome people, Tony Robbins being one of them. And one of the big statements was, Um, If you waited until you were ready, you would never start. And I've been thinking about a podcast for a really long time. And I love providing professional development to people. And one of my favorite ways to get professional development... Is through podcasts. I love how easy they are. I can just pop my headphones on when I'm cleaning, or when I'm working out, or when I'm in the car, or when I just need a break and I'm at work and I need my brain to just settle for a second. I'll throw on a podcast, and podcasts have really helped me grow as a person, grow in my business, um, and have helped me find people and connect with people, and it has just been awesome. So I decided, and easy way for me to provide more of what I love doing, which is serving ag teachers and providing them professional and personal development, was to start a podcast. Because if it's easy for me, an ag teacher, a mom of two kids, busy all the time, which I know all of you can relate to, um, if it fits in my schedule, I bet it can fit in yours and maybe easier than some of the other ways I've been providing professional development. So here you are. The Green and Growing Podcast. Um, But before I get into content, I already have two episodes um, written up that I will be dropping in later. I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit more about me. I know if you're listening to this, you found me in some way, shape, or form. Maybe we're friends and we've met each other through ag ed stuff. Or maybe you follow me at ag teacher how to's on Instagram or on Facebook or some other way that you somehow know me, but you might not know my background. Um, So I decided why not tell you a little bit about myself before you get into all the other stuff I'm going to talk about. Talk about so. If you go way, way back to the beginning, fun fact: I wasn't born in America. (laughs) I don't think a lot of people know that about me. My my family is a hundred percent military, and I was born in Germany. Um, My parents were in the air force. Uh I moved back quickly, so no, I know very little German. Um I'm Bissian for those of you who speak German. Um but we lived there for a little bit and then moved back to Maryland. And I spent my entire life growing up in Maryland. I my only connection to the agriculture industry was really 4H. I was in 4H since I was a clover, and I wasn't even in a real agriculture-based club. We were a craft club, and then once we moved one more time in middle school, we were a leadership club, which is awesome. I did lots of public speaking, um, did lots of crafts. I did a fashion review for any of my other 4H people. Made my dresses. I made my dress for my eighth-grade dance. I know, super fancy. It was yellow. And it had a gold strap, which was really itchy. And um, this really cool blue and gold and yellow um, ribbon. And now that I say that out loud, I guess I knew I was going to be an FFA eventually. Because I made literally an FFA dress for my 8th grade dance. Anyway, beside the point, um, through 4-H, I have always had a love for animals. So I was like, obviously, I'm going to be a vet. If you love animals, you're going to be a vet. Um, So trying to figure out what school I wanted to go to, I looked into a lot of agriculture schools. And my dad moved down to Georgia when I was in middle school. And he said, well, we're going to go look at UGA, University of Georgia. And I was pretty apprehensive about it. But as soon as I stepped foot on campus, I fell in love. And I don't think if I... If I had a different tour guide, I might not have loved it so much, but she reminded me so much of myself. I was like, this is for me. This is it. This is the place. And I put all my eggs in a basket, and UGA was the place to be. And I got in. How? Not quite sure. But I definitely got in as a pre-vet animal science major, and I did pretty terrible my first semester at UGA. But somewhere in there... I think it was in October, I was in a freshman year seminar class uh, for all ag, like freshmen were able to come in and people from different clubs and stuff came in so you could get connected. And for some reason I was looking at the syllabus and I found agriculture education as one of the majors. We didn't even talk about it yet. And that day I changed my major to agriculture education. I didn't know anything anything about agriculture education. I just changed my major. I was like, well, I like agriculture and education sounds pretty cool. I had never thought about being a teacher my entire life. I mean, seriously, never thought about it. And I changed my major. I I don't even know if I realized that that was with 4-H. Um, but I changed it and kind of the rest is history. I started observing and doing a, uh, what is it called? Like, seminar class I guess I already said that uh, where I got to go out and um, do like field experiences and go uh, watch teachers and observe them and kind of see and I just fell in love with agriculture education its mission Um, and I really fell in love with teaching and it is just I love my job I love what I do day day in day out yes it's stressful yes it's crazy but I Divine intervention, I always say, is what got me to AgEd, and I truly believe that. After I graduated with my bachelor's in AgEd, I went straight into my master's at UGA and got my master's in agricultural leadership. Um, really, I stayed on one because my professor was awesome um, and provided me an assistantship so I could teach leadership while I was there, and also I got another season of eligibility on the Georgia lacrosse team so that kept me around as well shortly uh actually before i graduated with my masters i married my husband uh, my now husband uh, and he was in the marine corps and as an ag ed you know professional. I was like, there is no way I'm going to find a job anywhere where we're going to be stationed. But we were very lucky to get placed at uh, New River, which is in North Carolina, close to Camp Lejeune. I know a lot of you have heard of that. And uh, we were hanging out one day and randomly, before we got married, a agriculture education job opened up 11 miles from the base we were going to live on. I mean, again, divine intervention. And it took a long time to interview and meet the principal and really convince them to hire a brand new ag teacher. And they hired me, but they hired me before that I was done with my master's so thankfully for all the people at UGA they let me go and start my job at White Oak um, two months before I graduated with my master's so I was writing my thesis finishing my thesis as I was a brand new teacher in a state where I knew nobody my kids were really trying to get me to quit. I mean, I know I think all of us have felt that if you've ever been a substitute teacher or if you've been a new teacher not at the on the first day of school like you hear me so loud and clear right now because they were doing anything they could to make me cry, to make some to break me. And it's so funny cuz even the next year just on the first day of school, they were different kids cuz it wasn't like, "Oh, this random girl is coming in half way through the year, 75% of way through the year. And she's like, what's this FFA thing? We're going to have a banquet. Yes, I had a banquet two months into my career. (laughs) I'm crazy. Anyway, White Oak was a really, really awesome experience. I literally just in the mail got a college graduation announcement from one of my kids at White Oak and it just melts my heart. Anyway, I taught ag mechanics pathway. I taught animal science pathway. I taught horticulture. I was a single teacher. We had two greenhouses. We had raised beds. We had a livestock area, chicken coops, all the things. And it was nuts and awesome. I mean, it was just such a great experience. I love those kids. I think about them all the time. I love my experience that I had there. And then my husband decided he was going to get out of the Marine Corps when he was deployed, actually, after we had our first daughter. I'd been there three years, and I kind of decided I wasn't going to teach ag anymore. I wanted to stay home with my daughter. And I even wrote it in a journal, and I still have it, and I keep it. And I think it's so crazy that I wrote, like, I'm going to stay home. I need time with my daughter. And then the next day, I get a call from someone in Georgia Um, agriculture education and they said they just want to talk to me and I was like oh gosh how am I going to break the news to them like I'm not teaching anymore even though we're moving back to Georgia and then they told me about this awesome position in Alpharetta which if you don't know much about Georgia Alpharetta is in the suburbs of Atlanta or metro Atlanta as we like to call it a lot of my friends in La Crosse uh, at Georgia grew up in that area, so I knew it really well. And my husband and I were really attracted to that area, but I knew there is no way I'm going to get a job in Alpharetta. They just don't have ag. It's just that area would never have an ag program. And they were literally opening a brand new ag program with a brand new ag building. And it hadn't even been announced yet, like the job. I was one of the first people to get a call and I immediately jumped all over that. It was like, this has to be a calling, like it has to be. This is meant to be. And a whirlwind of two weeks, phone interview, and then I flew down there to interview during my spring break. I had a job and started a brand new program at Cambridge High School, which I've been at for four years. So I'm a seven-year ag teacher. I've done a ton of stuff through both at White Oak and both at and at Cambridge through NAAE I was lucky to be an outstanding young member not that long ago for NAAE um region five and I've been a part of the national Agriscience teacher academy I have crazy awesome kids um And some really awesome community members and administration and people who have helped us out. Uh, We have two national championships, which is insane. Um, And lots of awesome state stuff going on for my kiddos. While none of that is super relevant, I mean it's relevant, but, you know, success like that is not that big of a deal. The success I see are my kids who are giving me graduation announcements who are graduating with an agriculture education degree from a land grant institution, or they're in college pursuing ag communications where they would have never thought. They thought they were going to be vets just like me, and then they got into the program, got to try out some new CDEs, and have changed the trajectory of their life because of agriculture education that's why I'm in it I'm not in it for the trophies I'm not in for the plaques those all collect dust and people walk by those trophies and those plaques that we have on the wall which look really awesome and they walk by them every day and don't give them a second thought but the people who are in those experiences, the people who've done those proficiencies, the people who've done those CDEs, the people who've been in the officer positions or commu- committee chair positions, it's like engraved on their hearts and their minds and their souls. They, they live and breathe their life with that experience in them. And that is why I'm an agriculture education teacher. Recently, I've even expanded that a little bit more, and that's kind of how this podcast comes in, too. Um, I was so lucky to go out to California to teach about agriculture communications, actually, and I met some amazing people out there, and I realized there are such amazing ag teachers across the country, and we don't have an easy way to have a community, there are so many ways that we can get in touch with each other. Instagram, Facebook, um, communities of practice, and a ton of different ways through NAAE and all that fun stuff. But there's not a lot of consistency of community building. And I thought that I wanted a community. This is all me being selfish. I wanted a community. I wanted to give back. I wanted to serve other ag teachers from across the country. So I had recently from a podcast heard about what masterminds are and I decided you know what let's start a mastermind. Let's see if I can find two or three teachers who are interested in growing and want to hang out once a month on virtually online and See what happens. And after putting out applications, there were close to 30 people who applied. And I was only going to take six. And it just blew my mind. Um, For this trial year uh, mastermind group, I ended up picking 12 people to be in it. We've been together since really December. And we're closing out in June, which makes me so sad. But those teachers are so awesome and I would have never connected with them I don't think ever if it wasn't for one Instagram got us kind of together and and how we followed each other and then they found out about the mastermind but there's not really a way for us to collaborate. We're not in, a lot of us are not in the same regions. We're not in the same states. We're not in the same areas, but we have the same passion for growth and becoming a better person, becoming a better mom. A lot of us are moms or wives or just teachers in general, or just people in general. And it has been incredible. And through that I've had a lot of people ask me lots of questions about ag and I try and share as much as I know, but I don't know a lot about a lot of things. I just share a lot about random things. <laughs> anyway, people have been asking me so many questions and I was like, I can't answer all these questions on my own. Is there a way for us to provide an opportunity for more teachers to get content in an easy way low barrier to entry way and that is why the germinate virtual summer conference came to fruition because so many people had asked questions so many people were interested in growing and there's just no way that i could serve everyone so i got some of my awesome ag teacher friends from across the country To put on sessions and if you haven't heard about Germinate, you should check it out on the website. Just go to agteacherhowtos.com slash germinate and it has all the information there, but it's in July and I'm so excited about it. And you know what? I would be remiss to say that this podcast is part of my whole journey of agriculture education and just my, my goal is... To really just pour life into you guys. And I was inspired when I was a young teacher by mentor teachers pouring into me. And I just want to give back. And giving back to a student teacher here or a teacher down the road there is fine. But I don't want to just sit in my county, in my state, in my city. I want to reach teachers everywhere and learn from them. I mean, again, this is a selfish thing. Like I want to know you because I know that you're awesome and you could teach me so much. And that's why I wanted to have an easy way that you guys could get to know me and I could get to know you. So that is me in a nutshell. I am a nut. I am nutso. I'm crazy all the time. And I am so excited that you're along for this journey and that you're here. And if you're here... I'm sure you believe in the mission of the podcast, which all relates back to my favorite leadership quote from Ray Kroc. But the first time I heard it was from Josh Bledsoe, the North Carolina state leader in agriculture education. And he told us this at my first year teacher seminar at Camp White Lake in North Carolina. And he said, if you're green, you're growing. And if you're ripe, you rot. And I try and live my Every day to that quote that if I think I am done, I am rotten. I am dead. I am dying. But if there is something more that I can do, something more that I can grow, something more that I can learn, then I am green and I am growing and I am going to be fruitful, which in turn will help my students, which will help my family, and in turn will help my community, which in turn will help the world. So, Thank you for being here for episode one of the Green and Growing podcast. You've heard it before and you're hearing it again. This summer we will be hosting the first ever Germinate Virtual Summer Conference from June 10th to June 12th. It is 100% online, and you'll be learning from ag teachers across the country in over 20 sessions focused on FFA, SAE, and classroom instruction. Over 16 presenters from 10 different states. And because you are a loyal listener of the Green and Growing podcast, you can use the coupon code podcast to get 20% off your regular conference admission rate. If you want to know more and register, go on over to the website agteacherhowtos.com slash germinate to find out more.